Hello and welcome to another edition of Pond's Peeps. Uh, awesome friends who do awesome things. I got Amber with me, uh, who is hopefully doing okay. I mean, earlier today we talked and uh, you had uh, a lot of things going on. I, I sure. I, I believe me. I I rather you uh, be all right and ready if you really want to do this. Uh, Instead of right at three, because uh, I, I don't want to have that experience like I did with... Uh, well, I mean, I also care about your... I mean, your your uh, well-being is most important. But the other thing is, I had this experience before where it was... I don't even remember. It was a long time ago. But one of my earlier interviews, it was with, an, it was with a, a film festival. It was with a really old lady, a really old cranky lady who... Uh, I was like... Or... Uh, uh, the publicist was like, "Hey, you want?" Because uh, I was asking, "Hey, which which filmmaker is next?" Because I did two other uh, interviews of other independent filmmakers, and th- uh, she was like, "Well, we got this lady right here. I don't even remember her name. We got uh, she's available. Uh, no one else is." So I was like, "Oh, sure, I'll have her on." And while she was walking over to me, she was walking over to me in a very cranky mood. Uh, just kind of. I mean, she was in her seventies too. Like, uh, kind of, she was, uh, uh, okay, and, uh, she was walking over and she was like, so is this gonna take long? Cause I gotta be somewhere, you know? And so I just like, oh, okay, um, <laughs> I got really nervous because she's just like, she, that that's the thing you don't want in an interview is when the interviewee is just already not feeling it, like before you even started. And then, that, that kind of broke me down uh especially when i was like because uh, her film was about uh, oh, her film was about um uh the like it, it was a documentary about kids uh trying to do some incredible things that uh the media says are is or or like news is saying is dangerous or something it was something revolving around like the news like blowing something out of proportion and uh, these teens are trying to show them and I was like yeah what do you feel about that still going on today and she's like huh well, yeah, she was like she couldn't. It, it, no it, was, it is the definition of a cranky old lady and you're young and gorgeous. I mean even if you were 70 you'd still be beautiful but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just saying I don't, want, but I'm, I'm sure it wouldn't be exactly like that, but I'm, I'm glad you are doing better. Uh, uh hopefully the, the sales has been going great for you. Yeah. Um, I can sorry, I'm not used to hearing myself, but bounce back some, um, I do a weekly flash Friday in my, in my VIP group on Facebook where I make some headbands and scrunchies and I just, you know, list of Marina ship. And because people want to buy like a little pick me up for the week, they'll go ahead and buy that. And so those those are always like pretty good sales. And then my customs are you know up and down, but that but that's normal for any business. You know, you're going to have your good days, you're going to have your bad days. But I mean, it's it's not too. I mean, I, I would say normal, but this wasn't really a time of normal. And I I I don't want to kind of get right into it because I did like three interviews where we talked about uh, COVID nineteen, but I mean it is still important, especially for you, because uh, you are a small business and you you pretty much live off of just selling off uh, clothing. Um, I pay. I mean, I pay our bills, and you know, my husband pays our mortgage and stuff. So, 
yeah so as has are you still been able to hang on with that or uh has that gotten better or um honestly the only bad spike for us which kind of picked up um with like the harry potter days was a uh, fan expo being postponed because that was a bigger show that we were counting on for some for some bigger bills but um we're hopefully this like you know the people that we have like the credit stuff because we remodeled our house last year and so we were hoping to pay on that but um hopefully synchrony will be able to like push that back because of the covid um just affecting everybody like it's affecting his bonuses at work and stuff yeah that, that's something i've been hearing as this keeps developing uh the businesses are doing something they're for lowing they're basically uh they're not laying off or firing people but they're saying hey you know what you don't have to come into work but we're not going to pay you uh for leaving or or, uh, all that you're you're basically still employed but uh yeah just uh good luck and they can't yeah uh which for what i know so far with my job they did tell me that they are going to pay me uh, for at least for the rest of the semester. Uh, now, when the semester ends, which that's like midway, then yeah, then I mid-May. I mean, that's when I don't really have any money coming in until. Well, the the thing about this, they're saying that uh, even though it is not going to be over in June, they said that June is when they're going to be able to collect everything so they can start the process of. Uh, the recovery part so uh the, the fan expo in june i bet that thing is going to get delayed uh i even hear that the dallas uh the dallas convention center it actually turned into a hospital for so, the of covid patients yeah so i i don't i mean i didn't see there's some people still excited for it and i i get it but i i don't see it like continuing on with uh june because uh, i mean in the summer movie season has gone every like almost every movie has moved out of the summer to uh who knows when there's only like two uh that are still uh yeah so um but i'm i'm again i'm still on that side of we're gonna get through this uh but it'll, it'll just take it'll take time and everybody's staying inside you know they you gotta, you gotta just listen to the CDC. They said if you don't live with them, don't, don't visit them. You know, like that's the thing. If you, if you're living with your parents, stay with your parents. Like, don't go to, go, don't go to a friend's house. Like, if you, uh, if you don't, like, if you are engaged but you don't live with that person, then don't, you can't see them for now. Like, be responsible. Yeah, I, I did before this interview and before all this, I did have a talk with. I'm not. I'm not saying who's who this person's name is. I don't really want to do that, but I I talked to someone who uh, went. They, they wanted to take their love interest out to go eat, and I was like, "Well, why don't you like eat out or like uh, order food or anything?" And they're like, uh, "Nah, we want to sit down uh, in a restaurant together." And there's nowhere to sit down. Everywhere's closed. They 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 actually did find a restaurant that's still open. Oh wow! Yeah, not everything is closed, unfortunately, and that that's why I think it's. Uh, and so while they're doing that, like uh, the the love interest is like, man, can you believe people overreacting this co- this coronavirus bullcrud? And I I just like okay, I hope you stay safe, but yeah, yeah. Um, 
But let's back it up here. So who is Galaxy Gear? I mean, this is Amber Renee Johnson, who is the... uh, Well, not the... Does your husband work on uh, Galaxy Gear stuff? or? He does the taxes, and then he sets up the booths at conventions, because I have uh, chronic back pain, so he has to set up everything, carry everything, you know, all that stuff. Um, And then sometimes he'll cut for me. Like, if I need a whole bunch of headbands cut, he'll cut those out. Um, and he puts patterns together for me. And then on our big shipping days, whenever I'm shipping out, like, you know, over like 10 packages, he, uh, he helps me ship. So he's, he's a pretty big part of it. Like, honestly, I wouldn't run nearly as smoothly if it weren't for him. But in, in total, like you, you make the, it's pretty much a two person job this whole time. Uh, which that is, that is a dream. I mean, that is also a dream, but I mean, that's also kind of a heavy burden because just two people working and trying to, I mean, that's a, your, the, your main job that is paying the bills. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah. How did, how did all this start with you doing this, uh, for, uh, you know, becoming a vendor in general before even just deciding that that's, uh, going to be, or did you, were you, a crafter first and then a vendor second or a vendor first and a crafter second? Um, okay, so I just started sewing at home for fun um, because I just wanted to make some things because my son was cloth diapered. Um, so I wanted to like match his diapers and be super cute. And people kept seeing like my headbands or like they'd see like my custom leggings and they'd be like, oh, you should sell those. And so I like looked into it and it's honestly not that difficult to sell adult adult items children's items have a lot more um government you know supervision but uh adult items are a lot less supervised you just have to have you know normal information like let people know you know what like that they're flammable or whatever you know stuff like that um but i got into it more as a hobby first and it was just like something to do before our son went into um, like any kind of preschool or daycare, or any, not daycare because we were, we didn't daycare, but like preschool, kindergarten, any of that. So like around four, we were going to put him in um, pre-K, and then I was going to get a job. But at that point, my business was doing too well for me to to want to get a job. So, uh, and that. Uh... So did it, but with you selling this, did it just start online or, uh, did you have to like go places to kind of sell off, uh, which what you do is uh, you basically do make, uh, accessories and clothing gear, uh, related geek, uh, related items, pop culture, uh, all mm-hmm. that. Um, I, uh, I, I know you do, uh, yeah, you mentioned scrunchies, uh, and you've done, uh, like pants and uh sure or basically clothing uh now mostly when you like on your site you do like uh a lot of uh a lot of females uh do, do you also do like male clothing as well or um i do have a smaller selection of men items like i can do man's hoodies um t-shirts tank tops i can do their i can do like brief briefs and i can do boxer briefs and then like men's crew socks and that that's really about it for no men's joggers and so that that's it for men and then like they'll wear my headbands and they'll wear my slouchy beanies too but um it's just harder to sew for guys because they're more of like a t-shirt and jeans you know people <laughs> okay well I, I i guess so um yeah no i had to look at my shirt for a second but uh i i mean 
yeah, there there's gonna be people who they uh they they'll go with just regular clothing like they just want to wear a t-shirt and pants and that's it and there are people they want to kind of style out and myself i'm kind of in the middle there are times where like even in conventions sometimes i want to kind of dress up uh, i mean i'm still working on that spider-man suit i'm still trying to put the crotch in so people don't see it um but dance, that's oh, what i always hear what? it's a thing called a dancer's belt whenever oh. amazon bring that that's the thing is i actually i had a dancer's belt but the pro the, the thing is like it's there still was that bump and uh, i had well, friend i had so, or what you're not a ken doll no i'm not uh <laughs> it was it was tight as heck but yeah so uh but i mean it isn't just that like in film when i cover film festivals i always dress up nice or when i when i go to do press stuff i always want to uh but you know, I sometimes I dress well, sometimes I just dress. But uh, no, I I get it. It's uh, but it is really cool that you're kind of uh, selling a lot of uh, these uh, gear. And uh, do you see any anybody like? I don't even know if I want to use the word famous, but uh, like people with huge followings, like where Galaxy Gear was able to. Have you reached that yet? Um, somewhat. I am internet friends with the ladies, the triplets that own Storybook Cosmetics. So each of them have posted on their personal Instagrams, not not the not their business Instagram, but their personal ones. Like, uh, actually, one of them got proposed to in my C3PO shirt, and so that was that was like a super big moment for me. But that was like three years ago, and like so that picture you have to really dig for. I need to repost it whenever whenever she gets married. I'll repost it. But uh, obviously, everybody's wedding plans are kind of pushed back right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I had plans to go out and eat a uh, 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 Filipino or food with a or my friend who's a Filipino cosplayer, and that 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 didn't happen because that was at the end of March. But yeah. uh, would- or what? So it would have been fun, but yeah, I mean, Alcon would have been fun. I would have loved going to Alcon, uh, but no, yeah, Thursday night was fun that we were all there because I mean it hadn't been canceled yet. So we just, uh, but people still shopped with us that morning because they did, and like honestly, just how easy the con was to work with. Like I definitely recommend them to anybody because they were just like, hey, do you just want to move your booth today? Well, okay, this is kind of the weird. Uh, hold on a second. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Uh, the uh, the uh, recording kind of lagged a bit, but uh, if you were just... Oh, shoot. Okay, hold on a second. Let me move this for uh, right... I'm going to move this right here. Okay, and then put you right here. Okay, so that way they're not... All right, sorry about that, guys. Uh, the, the recording lagged a little bit. But what we're basically talking about was Alcon and uh, uh, how much of a great experience. I mean, to me, that is for friends. If you guys weren't there, I don't know if I would go to Alcon as much. But I mean, I guess that is also the point of Alcon is just being there with friends. Yeah, no, uh, it's, more, it's not why it's more for money makers. We enjoy being able to spend quality time with people that we care about. 
Yeah. The the thing is with Alcon though is uh, I because uh, my and that that's how I I started to see how serious this uh, coronavirus was is that uh, first my parents they uh, they canceled my uh, hotel reservation at first I I was like because I was reading all the news or the stories that weren't being uh, shared about like the high recovery rate and you know, some other things that weren't taken into account. But then as I had to sit back, I, I sat back and I would just watch the numbers kind of climb and seeing kind of more developments of it. And then I just felt like I, even though I, I, I mean, I love you so much, Amber, I would do anything to spend time with you and give you hugs and all that. But I, I did not want to go there and then come back and then bring, uh, I mean, even though my parents, they're, they're, they're 52, uh, they're kind of, they're, they're not in the, the, the danger zone of, uh, uh, the age group, but they are, uh, close to it. And even, even though they age groups, uh, that was the first thing that was brought up, uh, was the elderly, but as we kind of kept uh seeing more about this it's also about the immune compromise the people who have uh health problems pre-existing health problems uh which my parents they have been sick with ammonia before so uh they're not in they're, they're i wouldn't say they have like critical health problems but i will say that uh while myself i've never been like terribly sick uh, my whole family around me has so yeah, I, I didn't want to bring that. Before it's like you know people with like fibromyalgia or muscular dystrophy or like you know anything that that has torn down things and cells in your body that won't necessarily fight the infection off as fast. Yeah, uh, so and because that that's the thing that you, people like the the person I talked to uh, are still not an understanding is that. You may not be, you may not have to worry about yourself, but that thing is going to linger on you. It's going to be brought over to someone who is. So, uh, and yeah, I mean, most people I know are taking this seriously. There's only like a couple of people I'm seeing who are kind of still blowing this off, but I mean, eventually, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm still really glad that you're at least, you have a plan B of uh, how to keep your business going. Hopefully, you're still able to stay sane because you're also a mom. I should mention how's that? How's that? You know, having this business and at the same time having to raise a kid. Um. Well, it was. I got into like a really good schedule for a while, but then we had to change it up during the summer because he was getting ready for kindergarten. And uh, then I got used to him being in kindergarten and me being able to like work through the night and then sleep while he was at school, and then. Um, you know, pick him up from school, spend family time, and then work after dinner until until we all went to bed or whatever. But, uh, I mean, his bedtime's obviously like 9, 8.30 or 9. But it's definitely more difficult now that he is out of school until probably the beginning of next year, you know, the beginning of next school year. Yeah, I mean, schools are saying, hey, you know what, we, we could be back up in September. And I'm not ruling that possibility out, but I'm also saying that we should not jump ahead and assume that it's going to be the case until we see progress in this, which I, I mean, I've been looking at, uh, doctors and they've, they've been saying that, uh, 
the in the summer this is gonna like it's gonna go away but it's gonna then come back in the fall so their plan is to build this because it's they they said that this lives in the the southern hemisphere so as long as uh there's colder temperatures uh then this will kind of stay around there like apparently it dies off in the heat but it comes back uh through the cold uh, at least for this year so there is kind of that thing where yeah maybe it will be gone in the summer but it's gonna come back and they have to use they have to use this time to get this vaccine ready or else then yeah but uh so but back to back to your job as uh just a crafter uh i mean that that's that's probably even though it's uh, been uh, a lot of probably a lot of stress a lot of work to do a two a two person job uh in just a small business uh, instead of working with a, uh, do, what do you think things would have been like? Say you were to sell your gear to, I don't know, a Hobby Lot. Well, that that's probably not a good comparison now, but uh, maybe what well, I, I wouldn't say Sears because Sears is gone. What's a good uh, Gap? Is Gap still around? I I don't know. I haven't. There's really no way for me to because um. Like, everything that I make, I make custom to people's measurements. Like, they give me, you know, their chest, their waist, their hip, their their hip bone measurements, their inseams. And I, I make the items based on that. So, really, like, there would be no way for me to wholesale clothing items. Um, now, our local game stores have offered for me to, like, have, have my headbands and stuff in there, like, for commission. Um, which is which is cool. Like I, I would totally take them up on that. You know, whenever they have the space dedicated to it. No, that is great that that um, you find other places to kind of uh, bring your stuff or bring your stuff around. Because uh, I mean, yeah, the the fact that you do a lot as not not even I didn't even go over all the credentials. You are a crafter, a mom, and also a cosplayer and model. Uh, so even though that's not necessarily that part isn't exactly you know paying the bills or at least uh, I, I don't know if you because uh, that's another thing cosplayers their plan B's is they're just basically selling prints or they're uh, right, the, not, not yeah the, the more uh, I'll say the more adults cosplayers are using this online thing called OnlyFans uh so like i support it and you know what um i have a few friends that have asked me like permission whenever they're wearing my underwear they're like hey can we shout out your business on there like please do like you're supporting me i want to support you you know yeah so that is really cool uh that you're kind of reaching a wide demographic uh audience uh i mean i'm sure not all of them are like uh adult oriented you probably got Things that are kid friendly, uh, too, uh, or at least like are uh, very PG because it's it's stuff that we all love. You know, it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's My Little Pony. It's it's horror stuff, but not with all the gore. You know, like it's just pictures of you know like Ghostface or like Freddy and Jason. Just 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 fun stuff that we all love, but just on fabric so that I can. I don't design the fabric. It's all designed by other people, and then that's bought by the fabric companies, and then I buy the fabric. But um, 
I just, you know, I just sew up things that people like. And then, but uh, the good thing about the conventions is uh, it was only like maybe 30% of my income. Like, so it's not, it's, it's an impact, but it's not as big of one as like my friend, like Little Petal, like sh- that conventions is like all of her business. So I really feel for her. No, I, I mean, there are, there are some uh, businesses where conventions is an even bigger toll on them than before. But, I mean, a lot of people are adapting to this, at least this phase that we're in, where we're just having to deal with things online. Uh, I mean, even when conventions are being canceled, like, some festivals are kind of just doing uh, streamed online. Uh, South by Southwest just said, hey, you know what, Uh, all the movies that we're going to premiere at South by Southwest, you can just watch them on Amazon Prime. Uh, So... Uh, even like the, even though a lot of movies are getting pushed back, there are even some that are going just going to go straight to uh, Netflix or Disney Plus. So, uh, oh my gosh, I was so excited to see that Onward was already on Disney Plus. I was like, because I didn't get to go, I didn't get to take Toby. Um, his grandmother did, so uh, I was I was wanting to go see it by myself on a five dollar Tuesday, but I didn't get to in time, you know. Yeah, well, now uh, Artemis Fowl is also going to be that uh, one that uh, uh, fantasy. It was based off of like a, a book. Uh, I, I don't really know much about the book Artemis Fowl, but uh, the movie adaptation of it was going to be in theaters in May, and they, they said that that's going to go straight to Disney Plus. They don't have a date for it yet, but I assume it's going to be soon, somewhere around its original date. Uh, uh, there was a one with a comedy with Camille Namjani, uh, lovers that's, uh, going to go to Netflix. So yeah, pretty much the, I mean, now I, the, the thing is when everything is back up, how is that? That's another thing is how is this economy going to be? Cause, uh, while <laughs> yeah, the, the, the unemployment rate is stacking up, uh, it's, it's going to be probably really like much harder to get a job. Uh, they're going to see more people living with their parents. And, I mean, I don't personally see it as a as a thing to be socially unacceptable, especially if, like, you're, if you're not that wealthy. But yeah. it, it's gotten to a point where, yeah, I think it's just expensive to live on your own and more expensive that... Uh, I mean, even friends of mine who do live on their own, they end up having to find roommates. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I yeah, I get it. Uh, I mean, like, this is Tyler, Texas, which you would think is not would not be that expensive because it's East Texas. Um, a two-bedroom apartment was like $800. Well, uh, my parents actually own a lake house in East Texas, and... That's been costing them a lot of money because of the rain that's coming in, so they have to keep going back into uh, uh, to uh, having because the the rain. Uh, I think it like it drenches or something like uh, it raises the river uh, next to the lake house. So okay. there, there's there's some things to take in point when you get a lake house or something like that uh, if the weather. But anyway. Yeah, and uh, you know, once this is over, I mean, uh, heck, there was a study that said like forty percent uh, adults uh, live still with, live with their parents after twenty five, and even up to uh, like the age of forty or so. Uh, I mean, that's gonna that's gonna probably be more than that. Uh, 
Yeah, because I, I try to find a job. I couldn't find any. Uh-huh. Like, no one is hiring, but uh, at least in my area. But Right now. Right now, nobody's going to be hiring. But once, once all this is over, you should have the, you know, big openings of they're going to hire back everybody that still wants the job that they fired them from or furloughed them from. And then they'll, um, and then they should release it to the public, you know, like the rest of the positions. Yeah, I, I, I just really don't know how that part is going to unfold. Although, I'll say is, I have not been let go from my job at the Colin College. They just said that, you know, we can't let anyone in the college. In fact, the schools are shut down. Uh, tell when this is over. But uh, they did say that, yeah, for the semester you will get uh, paid as if you were still working. Uh, okay. And then May, then... When that's over, then the summer you don't get paid. And uh, if this is over in the fall and, yeah, we come back up, then, uh, yeah. So, I mean, although the job that I have, it's not really money to live on. Like, I don't get paid. I don't get paid a lot. I get paid, like, uh, but, I mean, that's not really important. It's a, it is a part-time job. For college students, so I'm not even expecting that. Um, no, that's pretty fantastic that they're still willing to even do that. Yeah. Definitely kudos to them. Yeah, that definitely. But um, no, I. It, but uh, I. I'm just really glad that things are still really working out for you. Uh, I mean, you you become uh, you have like I think 3,000 followers on Instagram or on uh, Facebook like you do have a you do have a my personal page because on my business page I've got I just hit 16k that's the only reason why I know my number is because I've been stuck at 15.8 for like six months and then like I have this we did a PayPal giveaway a whole bunch of us that just like pitched in $15 because you know people need people need a little happy help like right now if they can if they can win a little bit of paypal money i mean cool so uh that that helped get me to the 16k and then like these are people that actually like they're liking my items like they actually like what i put out yeah yeah and and that is that is really awesome although again that that's probably because uh as you were mentioning like you had so many requests or something uh uh i mean you're probably getting an overload of uh orders or hopefully i mean I'm not saying hopefully because I'm hoping you to get stressed out over this, but uh, I'm hoping that, you know, people are still buying. But that does lead to some one thing is that, um, you know, now you're in the scene where you got to uh, just do it online and just ship. Uh, how do you make sure that your products are, uh, you know, clean and not... Uh, I mean, they're they're they're... I mean, I bet they're clean anyway, but, you, you know, there are people who are nervous about buying things online and having packages at their store, because uh, at their doorstep, because they have no idea if that was touched by someone yeah, no, who might, I'm yeah. Um, there was a scientist that said that the, um, the virus cannot live on a package, so if someone does touch one of my packages and then it gets delivered on their doorstep, like, that's not going to affect them. As far as things inside it, um, we don't go in my office after we've been out in public. Like, we make sure to, um, which hasn't been often. Like, my husband is an essential worker, so he has to go into work uh, if they call him. So, that's like maybe once a day um, on the week. But he doesn't go in my office. He just goes straight outside through the garage door, 
Um, he comes inside, washes off, like wipes off his shoes, and then gets dressed in the laundry room, which is outside. And then same for me. Like I went to the grocery store today. I, I came I came inside and I changed clothes. I washed my hands. I like I wiped my you know like just did. I, I was wearing a hat, so I took my hat off and put it in the washer as well. Um, you know, just I, I'm taking all the precautions that I can, and then I'm not touching my fabrics. Um, you know, on those same like same occasions. Okay. Uh, I mean, some have used like latex gloves uh, in order to, uh, you know, kind of carry things around. Uh, we did have one at the cafe that I worked at, but I mean, again, probably just better to even have that closed. But uh, no, that is great. Actually, there are some people even refer to just getting groceries online or uh through uh ordering like carryouts or stuff like that has has that uh been helpful to you or um well i started picking up a few part-time shifts with uh you, you know cassie um legrand her mom is a manager of a fantastic little local place here uh, crazy cajun and i worked a little bit there before all this started so uh, I definitely want to say if you can afford it to buy from local places, keep them open during this because they're going to be the ones struggling. They're not going to get as much corporate help. Um, so it's kind of like you want you want people to support the makers that are missing out on conventions. I mean, these are people that are missing out on people that might come in for lunches. So uh, just you know, just order to go if you can. We can't afford to eat out like that every day, but uh, we we do it like once a week. We'll we'll order something to go. So far, we've done it once a week. We got we got Chinese last week, and then my father-in-law got a whole bunch of crawfish that he's cooking at his house, so from a local place. Okay, yeah, uh, I mean I I've tried to support some uh, local th- uh, uh, or dang it, um, it, I mean I it I. I mean again as I I said that it's not money to live off of. Like I I don't really have a whole lot, so I don't. Uh, but, um, I mean, I, I do, uh, look on to, uh, stores like, I, mean, I know you said like, you don't go on Etsy anymore, but I, I, uh, I've oh, I done... shop from it. I'm just not going to put my product on there because yeah. their fees are astronomical for sellers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I do appreciate cause they, they did send out an email saying that they're very much wanting to support independent, uh, uh, sellers. Uh, so mm-hmm. I mean, there are people who are taking steps to try to help the, the smaller. Uh, I, I mean, whether or not it'll be enough, I don't know. But, um, but what? What? Did, I mean, putting that aside, what is like the things that you? Do, why you just really love doing this? Because I'm sure it does pay the bills. But if it's not something you love doing, then, uh, you know. Um. Days that I love it and days that I hate it. I didn't start it for the money. I started it because I liked how I felt whenever somebody recognized, like, oh my gosh, is that Jack or is that you know whatever character I was wearing that day on on my pants or my dress or whatever? And they're like, oh my god, I'm slithering too. Or it, it's a good conversation starter, and that's what I liked about it for myself. And I wanted other people to have that, especially. If you're introverted and you might not make as many connections or conversations yourself, let your clothes do it for you. Um, so that's that's what I enjoy. I want people to express themselves in a way that they love. Um, and if they don't want people to know that they're a geek, like 
they can, you know, wear it underneath their clothes. They can buy a tank top and wear it under their sweater, or they can buy a pair of underwear where, you know, where nobody's seeing it. But they get to have, they get to walk around with that confidence, like like Captain Marvel or like Wonder Woman, knowing that they're rocking their favorite, you know, inspiration. I, I mean, we're at the kind of the age where being a geek is shouldn't even be uh, something to be. I mean, maybe there is that percentage, but like compared to the 90s or 80s like oh yeah i mean being a geek isn't really something to be ashamed of i mean there there are probably some fandoms that's probably the thing because you do have that like minority of people who are crazy but uh and they, they they are loud but um I mean, I I don't think I don't think geeks being if you were to say you're a geek, that's not something to uh, be ashamed of uh, in general. Because I mean, I actually I joked about something earlier to all the friends who were following me on Facebook. Uh, but, but I mean, it was also true too. But NBC came out with a news story saying that Animal Crossing is actually the best uh, coronavirus anxiety d- uh, distraction or anxiety relief, and which is true. Uh, I mean, a lot of my friends are playing, including people who don't play video games uh, usually, and or, or even ever. Like they just picked up a Switch just to play Animal Crossing, and it is a very relaxing game where you just pretty much all of the, all of the, uh, it, it's it is kind of almost like a, a like a um, there it's almost therapeutic or therapy uh, uh, way. It's kind of working as just a way to kind of uh, put your mind at ease as you're just kind of building this fantasy while the real world goes to crud. And still seeing... As long as people are staying home. (laughs) Build your fantasy. That's fine. Yeah. Which... which, uh, And then then still being able to see your friends some other way. Because it's funny how... Even though I'm not able to see see friends in person, like uh, I've seen a lot of people in the the cosplay community just on Animal Crossing, and I would just visit their islands and have tea or whatever. But uh, the funny thing is that same news story or same newscast, NBC News, just ten years later, twelve years later, that same news story was like. Beware of Animal Crossing as it is an easy platform for sexual predators. And they, they, it's, it was back in the age where uh, video games were seen as either uh, a way for people to start being violent or to people to start, uh, you know, harassing people and uh, all that hate and stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was a real news story where, uh, Back then, NBC was like against Animal Crossing, and now, like twelve years later, they're saying, "Hey, you know what? If you are suffering anxiety or depression, you should probably play Animal Crossing." So I think being a geek today is probably the best thing, especially at this time. I I know I know that story is ridiculous, but it is true. I. Definitely is good. Yeah, yeah. So no, that that is great. But uh, and you are, I mean. Seriously, I'm just really glad that uh, just even 
regardless, my, my only even excuse for even doing these interviews, is just getting to talk to friends again, uh, especially okay. oh, that's great. Time, time like this, but, um, yeah. How do you even, so going back to your, uh, your work, how do you uh, decipher the price for each of your items? Because that is a big deal when you are making things. you got to figure out, okay, how much do I want to sell for this and that? So my pricing is actually, we, we kind of have it down by a formula, but I don't use any of the ones that are like, oh, what your materials cost times three, because that, that doesn't really work for us because my materials are so expensive. Like um, each yard of fabric for me is like $30 a yard after it ships to me. So uh, what we do is we take how much fabric it took, and then we take how much time it took me to make it, and then we just double that. And then that's and then I look around and I'm like, okay, is everybody else selling this for about the same price? Like, am I am I right in this? Am I wrong? Because if I'm, I don't want to overcharge, but I also don't want to undercut anybody. So I want to hit that hit that nice middle part where it's like, okay, this is a good price for me. Yeah, I mean that that is I. I... I know, uh, like, I uh, directed friends of mine to your booth, and they uh, bought, like, three scrunchies for, uh, I think, th- were they five bucks or uh, ten, or, no. Uh, they are five in, yeah. um, in person, because I don't have to deal with PayPal fees, you know, all that. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. So, uh, so th- online, it's, uh, I do have a small slight upcharge. Where they are seven dollars, and like my headbands are ten in person, but they're thirteen online. And then um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I sell in person. Oh, scarves—they're twenty-five in person and thirty online. Do you think that because of the the tax online, does that bring less people to your store? Or, I mean, you know, they they have no choice. But oh, what? No, usually um, we don't we don't have any um, issue. I mean, like. There are a lot of people that will just wait to buy stuff from me in person. If they're like, oh, I'll see you in a couple months. And then just, usually we, we go to like the same, we go to Fan Expo and Fan Days so people know to look for us there. Um, we go to GeekCon every year so people know to look for us there. We did Alamo City for like three years in a row so people would know to look for us there. And they would just message me, hey, are you going to be there? And then they wouldn't order from me online. But I would have other people that would see me and they'd want things that I like would custom make where they, they would want to buy, um, so they want a dress. And so I don't make that. I don't take that to shows. So they, they would order that from me instead of like, and then they might they might wait to buy the headband in person. But it doesn't deter them from ordering online. Like, Okay. Uh, now what if, th- this is probably something for any uh, up and coming, which, I mean, if you're up and coming now, that would be, that would suck. Um, but for... You know, anyone thinking about opening up a small business in the future? Again, I don't know how that's going to work out. I hope it does. Like I'm, I'm having all this kind of caution of you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen because I don't, I don't want to get too optimistic to where I will be disappointed when it, things don't happen like that. But um, what's so what what would you say as far as for people who are new how they deal with feedback say uh if someone had a review and it was either it was either great or it wasn't great because um, that's the other thing of kind of being an independent uh creative and independent seller is 
you are kind of interacting with the customer indirectly. Do you have any? Well, I mean, in 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 in, in as just as much as you know, fans and appreciation. Do you have kind of the opposite or? Well, I get more positive reviews than I do negative ones. But like about once a year, I'll get I'll get a negative review, and it really hits me personally because I pour my heart and soul into everything that I make, and it, I just have to step back. I get really emotional about it, and like. I might vent about it on my personal page or vent about it to my husband. And then he calms me down. We talk about the best way to go through it response-wise. Um, if we've already offered them some sort of refund for a resolution, then we've done we've done everything that we can on our end. And it's just a disgruntled customer, which you're going to have. Like, that's the thing that you have to learn early on is you cannot make everyone happy. And it sucks because I'm a people pleaser. And I just want... I want everybody to be happy with the things they ordered because they put their money into it and I put, you know, my heart into it. So I want, I want those things to come together and just, you know, just be beautiful and be happy, but it does not always work that way. Yeah. I mean, no, I, 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 I wanted to, the one thing I wanted to address about Alcon is that, uh, I did try to get a refund for, uh, my past because I don't, Again, I don't have a job, so I know there's some people saying, "Hey, you want? Don't ask for a refund. Uh, keep them uh, going." But at the same time, I I I understood if you needed it. Like everybody that filed a claim on their credit card or PayPal, they they refunded them immediately. But um, I I do know people that did file and they they refunded them immediately. But they, I mean, I'm sure that they're also trying to struggle with funds because they need refunds from the hotel. Like they, they've got to figure out their, their issues as well as because they were affected, they'll get some sort of grant from the city from what I've heard, not, not from them necessarily, but from other small business owners that own a brick and mortar. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I hope that's, uh, I hope all goes well with that. So what I also want to say is that, um, I mean, you're incredible, and you're just gorgeous and all that. I mean, that's uh, something I don't have to keep saying a lot, but I do. Uh, but how... So, well, the the fact that uh, you do get mostly positive reviews, like, uh, how does... Like, how, how does that, like, feel to be... Just kind of uh, have that... Uh, have that uh, positive response to your... Uh, overall positive response to your... Uh, work and that uh, you are—I mean, you are working your butt off, making all this, and then at the end, people are coming back and saying, "Yeah, I really love it." Where I'm putting it on. Does uh, I mean, obvi- obviously, it is a it is a business, and again, uh, you you need it in order to pay off your bills. But is uh, th- that's always kind of a hard question: is what what matters to you more? Uh, and uh, I mean obviously that's something for you that's probably something that you probably know you want to think about because you love doing it at the same time as how important it is but yeah, um, um the positive reviews are keeping going like honestly some days um whenever i get them like i they usually come on like days where i need them the most where it's like oh why do i even do this why i'm not talented enough because like you know being a creator especially when you're successful you get hit with imposter syndrome a lot like i hear that from a lot of people who are in my line of 
just making handmade goods that have a big following. They uh, they all suffer from the syndrome of we are obviously not worth like what we're doing. Like people people shouldn't follow us. There's people better than us. Um, but then you get those messages that come through, and it's like, oh my god, this fits perfect. Like I want so many more pair. I'm saving up for my next item, or like, or they they ask me immediately, like, hey, do you have this print? And like that always makes me feel so good because you got it in the mail, you tried it on immediately, and you decided that I am like I'm worth putting more money into. Like not just me, but my business and your wardrobe and yourself. Like because you're you're also buying something to make yourself better. Yeah, no, I I mean that's uh, that that is, I mean, I I always find that even uh, great uh, just seeing. But, you know, I mean, definitely you always want to see everybody be happy, but, uh, I mean, the, just the fact that it is kind of, uh, helping with you, even at, uh, times when you need it, but, uh, and I, I don't want to, I mean, we've gone on for a while, because, I mean, and, and that is fine, because I enjoy talking to you, uh, any day, um, let's see, so, the, probably the last thing I want to say before I ask about where to follow you up, and I I was thinking about hey you want what about uh, what's the the items that sell the most but I feel like that's that's probably not the best way to introduce uh, people to your store because what if that item that sells the most might not be the item that they're looking for but what is Hi. your what is your favorite thing that you made or that you make. Um, that's tough because there are some days that I, uh, don't want to touch some of my favorite items. Um, honestly, anything super high-waisted, like, uh, my new favorite right now that I've made like three or four times is, uh, it's this paper bag style of pants and skirts and they are, they take so long to make, but they turn out so pretty and just so fashionable and like super chic. So to me like that's that's my new favorite item, but they take like four hours to make. So it's like, it's like a, a, I got to get myself in that, right? Like, okay, I'm about to sit here and work on this for X amount of hour space. Okay. I mean, that is, I mean, it, it is kind of a hard thing to figure out your favorite, but I mean, that's just kind of a personal thing. Cause you made so many things. I mean, something, there's gotta be that one, uh, item you craft that you just kind of, you just feel like you wanted to wear it on yourself just every day. Like not oh, even man. just there yeah. was a romper that I made for Crystal Star Wars, and she um she modeled in her Lego room once, but it had Sabine from Rebels, and it had lace like cascade sleeves, and honestly, that's like out of almost I've been open for five years in the middle of April, and like out of all five years, like that's the item that sticks out to me every time I think of the favorite thing I've ever made, like that item. Yeah, right. but uh, anyway. I, I, it's, it is a real, uh, just awesome to, to see you again, and, I mean, even outside of this, uh, this little recording, I hope I see you again in the future when this is over, because I, 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 or what? I said that, uh, that video call that we did with Jenny was pretty fun, so we should, uh, we should schedule those more often. Yeah, that's just a way you keep in touch, or even, yeah, um, but or 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 if at at the end of this you still are able to go to conventions, which I 
I mean, I I don't know what anything's gonna look like when this is over, but uh, I mean, I'm always I'm always hoping things will be great and things will be better. But I mean, I have been keeping up with the news because I need to, and I have seen where things are. So I who knows? Uh, again, I'm I'm still optimistic, but I'm not as I'm not as uh, uh, extremely optimistic as I was a month ago. Uh, but anyway, uh, now it is time to uh, go ahead and finish this off. So where do we find you? Okay, um, I am on Facebook as just Galaxy Gear. It's uh, it's the logo with the little G. That's that's a gear. And then, because um, there might be multiple pages if you're not local to me. It'll pull up if you are local. Um, and then on Instagram, it's at Galaxy Gear Boutique. And that's it for now. Uh, I have a VIP group as well, this Galaxy Gear VIP and Customs. But uh, outside of those three, we do have a ton of Comic-Con inventory that we need to take photos of before we put it on a website. But um, we also need to re-up our domain because that went out of a, what do you call it? It expired. So yeah. we, uh, we, we just let it go because we never built a website. So, um, but now, now we're kind of at the point where we need to because people keep asking. They would have seen me at a convention. They're like, hey, what do you have? Because I was going to buy this. And I'm like, I have so much stock. I can't just take a picture for one person. So I have to get it all taken care of and on a website for everyone. Have you, have you thought of Twitter? Or is Twitter not a... Uh... Um, I'm not Twitter savvy. But I'm not sure if it's as small business friendly. Like I'm sure that's a like it's a great place maybe for you to interact with. Uh, well, I think the the other thing is maybe not even just interact, but uh, just like upload, like share your posts. Uh, like there, there's probably I don't know if it's on Facebook or something, but there's probably uh, somewhere where it could say automatically share your posts. Uh, oh, yeah. And so. Yeah, like it doesn't share it as a photo. It like shares that as a link to the photo. Well, I mean, but Facebook as well, I think. Uh, uh, but we're, nah. but but like uh, you, you you know like the hashtags you put on Facebook, you could uh. put them on Twitter. So that that's I mean that's kind of the main thing I even see Twitter for because yeah, there is interactions, but most of the interactions are probably things you don't want. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, great uh, talking to you as well. I mean, I mean, you, shoot, and th- that's another thing is the later it gets, the more I can lose it. But I'm gonna just go ahead and end it right here. Uh, so again, you've heard everything. So thank you for coming on again, uh, or Amber, and not huh? killing me uh, for. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I I love you, Amber, so much. I I mean, it's a, a very very uh, heartwarming, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and end this now, and I'll talk to you guys later.